Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Need to Read. If you are new here, don't forget to follow us on Instagram or like us on Facebook and it's at a need to read with the number two as opposed to the word. We've got another guest episode for you today and I sat down with Siobhan O'Hagan and spoke about everything books, everything life, transformation sort of throughout life and books that have helped her along that journey. She is one of the biggest readers that I know. I constantly see on her Instagram uh, books that she's reading and I get a lot of my recommendations actually from what she's reading. So I feel like you're going to get a lot from this conversation. I certainly did. So strap yourself in and get ready for it. On this computer. Okay, Siobhan, we're live. I need to read. Please do not swear or swear if you want to. You can do whatever you want. I don't really swear, actually. It's not... Yeah, I don't know. My mother is like, betted out of me as a child. I that... never really curse is it a catholic school thing is that is that an irish thing no i'd say irish like to curse i don't know i think it's just my mom and dad they just never really did they do now but now yeah (gasps) oh it hurts it hurts yeah no i I don't know i mean again i would curse i just i just don't really do it online and i don't know if that's like some grown when i was growing up it was something that was you know it was like something something's happened and you don't know it's in there yeah like i hear (laughs) sinead's effing and blind and on her on her stories and i'm like stop it stop it (laughs) i'm not normally that proper okay well look you don't have to swear no pressure from me um but welcome to a need to read uh you are the biggest reader so far to come on a need to read really i would say so you've read a lot of books and and i think you've outdone me now no 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 no, definitely not i think you i always see your stories it's like five or six books on the go at once you yeah but it takes me five or six months to get through them like that's i have to keep myself occupy or i have to keep myself interested by just reading like a couple of pages of each book which means it takes me forever yeah to get through any book and um, you, it's, it's something quite interesting about you because obviously you like to really learn what's in the books by the looks of it obviously i don't know that i feel that that's that's something you do <laughs> do you do you take a lot of notes when you're reading like as no you, i was thinking about highlighting this today. and underlining I, I love a highlight like love a highlight love a good highlighter and say oh that was great and I'll highlight it and I'll take a picture and I'll put it on Instagram but then if you'd ask me the next day what I read I probably couldn't tell you and um, like I was thinking I was listening to Audible there for like I went on a big long walk so I was like mm. I got two and a half hours of Audible into me and I was like I wonder how much of that I actually retained you know I the amount of books I've read that I want to read again because I'm like I know that was really good but yeah. I can't remember exactly why. And it kind of annoys me that I know it was really good at the time. So I've probably forgotten it. Now, sometimes things like just stick with me and I learn things. But um, I do think, I think it was actually Jamie Alderton years ago. I read that he, every time he finishes a chapter, he'll like write notes on it. And I yeah, think that would be smart. so beneficial just to kind of like obviously test yourself that you've learned to just to go over a little bit. Um, it's one of those things I'm like, yeah, I must do that. But I never, I never yeah. do. I'm just like firing through them. I'm, I'm the same. I, I'm, I'm going to start learning what's in the book. <laughs> I, I always feel like what's in the book, if, it, if it's, if it's uh, like a profound point, it's going to stick, whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. it's going to get in somehow and I'll remember it. Like I was saying with Darren the other day, maybe six months later, it will, it will come up and that will be the important point of like, oh that's why i read that book then i enjoyed your podcast with darren very much yeah. i've been trying to get him to read and he's like oh that's a good like you're literally saying something that like you know say that's in that marcus aurelia said it's like so it's in every book and he'd be like oh, 
whoa, what an idea. Like, what oh, is that, bro? bro? <laughs> I need to get you reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've recently bought, you know, like when you're in school, like the revision cards, the tiny little revision cards. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is whenever I find something really profound in the book, I'm just going to write on the revision card and stick it in there. Because especially then it's, it's easy for me when I do the podcast because I'm like, oh, what did I learn from that book? Because otherwise I'm in danger of waffling. Yeah, yeah. I know. Are you, do you find though that, like say you read, you, you read Meditations, did you, Marcus Aurelius? And I've, I've got it and I have really good Oh, I haven't, no, I haven't it. read it either. Yeah, no, I haven't read yeah. it. But it's I just, there, just haven't touched it. I just, <laughs> do you find that, I think that a lot of books are kind of based on a few core books. Like all these self-development ones I'm reading, I'm kind of skimming through going, okay, hold on. I'm, if you read The Power of Now or A New Earth or... I'm trying to think of one, like, yeah, any kind of stoicism. Like, I feel like yeah. a lot of books are based on stoicism. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I'm scanning through a book going, I'm not really learning anything new. It's just another way of explaining it. And, like, it probably would be a good book for someone who's just picking it up for the first time. But when you've read some of the core books, the rest of them kind of sometimes feel like I'm not getting that new out of this. A little, a little bit repetitive. I, I completely agree with that. And there's, there's some, like, a concept that I came across not too long ago. A friend of mine was like, oh, I'm reading Plato's Republic which I, I hadn't come across before. I didn't know anything yeah. about Plato. I was like, oh, I know nothing about Plato. And he's like, well, that's very Plato of you. Because apparently in his philosophy, he's essentially just like, no, I know nothing. I don't know anything. Anyone asks him a question, he's like, oh, no, I don't know. I know nothing. I'm, I'm a fool. Even though oh, and I like to get people to explain to, to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. No, I love um, looking at things like from someone else's perspective. Like I love picking up a book going, oh my God, I don't know anything about this. And like, it's a completely different concept. Like this morning, I just started Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules of Life. I know I'm like way too late to the party. Have you read that one? I didn't like it. I, lis- I listened to yeah, that. That's, I that's listened what everyone that. said. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were saying it's ridiculous or his ideas are so crazy. So I'm like, ooh, that sounds well, good. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd love yeah. to see, read something that goes against... I want to hear from this sociopath. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, um, he, he's, he's, he just pushed Christianity a bit too much for me. Okay. And uh, that was the same I found in like the seven habits of highly effective people. I find they always, they, they tease you and sort of moisten you up as it were all the way through the book with quite a few like good points. And as you get two thirds in, they're like, right, well, I believe in God. So I think you should as well. Yeah, that reminds me of when I was reading, like I wanted to find a really good nutrition book and um, I found this book called How Not to Die and it was all about how food can help you, you know, be healthy. Um, And as I'm reading it, I'm kind of like, I'm getting a bad undertone of this and then I realise, you know, it was written by a vegan. Yeah, and (laughs) it was like, and it just annoyed me because I was like, that's not true. Like, you know, I I, I went vegan for a while actually and um, not that we're not going to turn this into a nutrition podcast, but I wanted to find books or science that would back up the, that, that vegan is a healthier diet than yeah. what the way I was confirmation eating. bias going And it's on nothing like getting through, getting through a book going, oh, there's so much, this is just, this, this is, yeah, it annoys me because I know that someone who can't identify um, propaganda or bias, you know, mm. would take that as gospel. Oh, um, there's a lot of thickers out there, me included. Yeah. And I honestly, I get yeah. so involved <laughs> in something. Like if I read about something I think is cool, I'm like, oh, well, that's what I want to do with my life. I'm going to do that. This idea is great. That I identify completely as that person. So like, when I was younger, I used to get into all of the different hobbies. And uh, to be fair, I still do it now. And I always, I buy all the equipment. And then about three weeks later, I'm like, oh, that's not yeah. actually as fun as I thought it would. It's the thought of it was better than actually doing it. Yeah. 
No, it's good. And it's good to read. I love reading books that have like complete polar opposite agendas. Yeah. You know, like I, I'd read like a kind of something really scientific and then something really spiritual and just draw my own conclusions then. Because yeah. I find sometimes when I share a book online, even if I say like, oh, this is brilliant. Some people think that I, you know, I agree with every word written in it where I'm like, this, it could be just thought provoking or just seeing things from a different perspective. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of like trying to tell everyone, like, don't take anything in life as gospel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I think especially with any, any of the books that you read, there's always going to be points in there that are a bit funny. Like even The Power Now, like one of my favourite books, and he talks of a God. And I think for me, I'm like such a heavy on sort of being an atheist. I'm like, well, as soon as they mention God, I'm like, are oh, we well, kind of just... Yeah. Not that I was like that the first time it. I read it. Yeah, no, yeah. I was just, I was exactly the same. The first time I read, it, I've always grown up like complete atheist. Yeah. Um, you know, I was only saying today that I want to read the Bible, but like just again to have as. as I want well. to as well. I've re- yeah. I'm really interested in religion because I f- I feel in terms of like obviously spirituality, it takes a lot from religion, but just takes away the idea of one yeah. like omnipresent power. Yes, The Power of Now really changed my attitude towards spirituality. Like I read it while I was traveling around Thailand uh, on my own. So it was like, yeah, I know, cliche, come on, like a spiritual vegan. Um, And I, yeah, so I got, when he started using the the word God, I was like, oh, you know, just because of my beliefs for so long, I was so atheist. Yeah. And then I kind of understood that he wasn't using the word God in the way we were thinking of this guy in the sky um, yeah. and it kind of gave me another perspective now it didn't it didn't mean that I read it and was like okay I believe exactly what this is or you know the god is in me everything but yeah. it definitely made me more aware and then I did, I read a lot about buddhism yeah um and I was like right yeah buddhism is like if I'm going to choose a religion I'm going to be buddhist yeah um but even that I think just knowing that I'm open to listening about religions and it's opened my eyes about Christianity even and, and um, Islam, everything just because I realized that like, like there's like religion has all come. Yeah. It's a philosophy. Exactly. Like, and that's why I'm like, I want to read the Bible again and just make my own conclusions from it. I say again, I've never read it. You know what I mean? Like I've definitely pushed it out of my life as I was growing up. Um, Yeah. I was like, I'd love to read it because me and Sinead were talking about earlier, we're like, Jesus was just like this woke person who was trying to explain stoicism to us, really. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that could be, I could come back and say that was a ridiculous statement, but yeah, but I'll throw it out there. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I, I completely agree with that. I think in terms of like the philosophy that you find, let's say you take like A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle and there's the, um, there's a story about someone that like harms you and you then give them more back. Yeah, then, yeah there's a story in the bible like when jesus like oh if someone takes your shirt you give him your jacket as well and it's essentially like being able to let go of things and like obviously whoever wrote the bible was really really clever i mean great story yeah Yeah. like it's got people really believe it yeah yeah and um, i know and like that thing i think i I turned away from whatever the catholic church and everything as i was growing up but like i which made me then probably miss out on all this philosophical thoughts that you can get from religion um or even just even just being present and stuff like that you know i stopped praying or i stopped being grateful i suppose for things mm. because i thought that was just religion and i didn't want to be religious yeah. and now um i i would say i'm spiritual but i'm also like very practical 
and you're you know, afraid, and you're afraid kind of to say that you're spiritual in case it's like, because I always, I've, I've got certain sets of friends where I can talk about like how yeah. I feel about sort of spirituality and stuff like that. And then I've got certain friends that I absolutely can't because they're like, oh, that's a bit poo poo, as it were, like yeah. for, for what I'm talking about. But like, I, I 100% believe in sort of some form of like when people are like, oh, the universe is serving you something up, like I 100% believe that because like some things are just a bit too good to be true. Yeah. And like, I'm glad that I've, I've come to this because I just, enjoy life a lot more because yeah. I, I appreciate it for what it is and sometimes i look at the sky and i think wow that's amazing and then i'm like ed you are so the kind of person that you used to take the piss out of i know so like we'll roll with it <laughs> once i read the power of now it's it before i read the power of now i was kind of getting this feeling though around the world and the universe and i, I could i remember trying to talk to my friend who is like stage 10 woke and I'm yeah. like, I just I feel like there's something connecting I don't really understand and then you know she, she didn't even explain anything to me but after I read that I was like oh yeah that like I actually I was feeling all that before I read the power of now and yeah. I think there, there's a lot of like the power of now is very very deep like and you yes. know I, I, I when the first time I read it I was like this book is amazing and like even the way I came across it in a bookshop in Thailand um i was like you know the universe sent me this um yeah. but I then i, then I, I was so many copies in that shop <laughs> no it was i was just walking around chiang mai on my own having this like experience or i'm just on my own in a city not and going anywhere in particular i'm walking around yeah. and then i saw a secondhand bookshop and i was like oh like just down this back little street and i was like oh and i had already tried listening to the pair of now but i couldn't get it I was, his voice oh my god it, it i mean sorry Eckhart, if you ever listen to this which <laughs> I, I doubt you will but how irritating is his voice and the meditation bell that he puts in every three seconds yeah and i couldn't get it like i you know i kept getting really distracted and it's just, that still happens to me when i'm reading the book but mm. at least then you can read back over the page like i do two or three i'm back reading it at the moment and i'm going like two or three pages at a time but when I saw, so I had, I had known, I was like, I had paused listening to it. I just gave up on it. And where I was in Thailand, there was just no books. Like there's no yeah. bookshops. So it wasn't like, I'll oh, just pop around and buy it and you can't get anything delivered. So when I was in Chiang Mai and I saw a secondhand bookshop, I was like, oh my God, ran over. Like I had the phone out because it was like floor to ceiling books, like old, you know, like yeah. and it all, it had thing up saying no pictures. I was like, oh, so, and I went in, there's just two little old men talking to each other. And I just started, you know, I just love standing in a bookshop perusing yeah. and it was really weird there's this brand new copy of the power of now and you know of course i was like just shining cool. universe yeah it took it and then turns out like the guy i went to pay and the guy was irish like who owns a second-hand bookshop this old man like he literally was like oh yeah do you know those guys from swords i was like yeah like from my town and i was like this is no i took the book and went and sat and just had coffee on my own I was like that was so weird that's it's yeah, anyway. like too good to be true and you feel like literally the universe has just like put this book on a plate and just like right yeah. let's send this old irish man to thailand it's almost like quite a selfish way to look at the world when you think about it, <laughs> it like, all happened oh, this stuff <laughs> happening for me and i always think that i'm like oh ed you twat don't think like that i know Actually, i know that's no, quite nice i feel i feel comf like comforted yeah i feel like the universe has your back a bit yeah definitely well that's um, it's definitely a nice feeling it's definitely when it's against you that's not the best no but i mean that's that's an attitude isn't it mm. yeah a hundred percent yeah you, um you did say at the start of that that there's um a book that you've read about what were we talking about before um buddhism buddhism, buddhism. yes what, what was what's your book that you've read about buddhism 
I actually think uh, it might have been that same weekend I was in the airport and there's a bookshop and it was literally called Buddhism 101 and I bought it and um, I almost was nearly like hiding reading it. I was like, I don't anyone think I'm like religious because I'm not religious. Yeah. But, and it was really good. So it just explains Buddhism to like a lay person. And I was kind of like, this makes so much sense. You know, like it's not, a, it's not a, about a deity. Um, it's more of a philosophy. Yeah, it's not necessarily um, so I like took a, a lot from it. Yeah, and it made sense. I kind of was like, oh, right, this is why, again, when you're traveling around Southeast Asia and a lot of, there's a lot of Buddhism and you're like, this is why I feel like people are so kind or, you know, they're not materialistic. They're very present. Um, so I was like, whoa, we should all be Buddhists. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of, of course, I have an idea and I'm like, oh, what? No one else must know about this. I must tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and like I, I also read the Dalai Lama the, sorry, I have it here. Um, it's something about happiness, the art of happiness. Okay. Book for living. It's by the Dalai Lama and Howard C. Cutler, and it's 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 a nice one. It's more about happiness than religion or Buddhism or anything. But it's just the Dalai Lama's. Um, I suppose his his keys to happiness. Yeah. It's quite good. The first few pages, I was like, yes, we only like this one. Um, I like I like I like the idea of it, and I definitely want to get to like read a little bit more about sort of Buddhism and stuff like that. And like the Zen stories that come alongside sort of Buddhism and stuff like that. So I've just bought a book. It's about 108 Zen stories. Oh, I'm super excited to get into. There's another one. Oh no, I can't even remember the name of it, but it's like this. So at the moment I'm reading a, reading a book called Tri- Tribe of Mentors. Have you listen to it? It's uh, Tim Ferriss. I haven't, but I do love Tim Ferriss. Yeah, no, I've always, I love Tim Ferriss, but I, he, he wasn't on Audible, so I haven't, um, I haven't picked up his book, like, I, I, I and his books are huge, so I haven't yeah. uh, brought, I, like, the Tribe of Mentors, I keep seeing it, like, in the airport, and I'm like, oh, it's too big. Anyway, he's finally on, it's finally on Audible, but he, it, it's, it's really good, it's like talking to all the top people in the world, and getting their tips, like, he has the same set of questions he's asking I don't know how many, I think he asked hundreds of people and it's just compiling all the replies. And it's so valuable because I'm, and that's, I actually am stop. I'm listening to it, but I'm stopping and writing down concepts every few minutes and like simple things. And there's, there's like a lot of th- themes that are coming up yeah. with everyone, like meditation, <clears throat> uh, the importance of sleep, um, even things like saying yes to something like I'm very much like someone say oh will you do this on the 29th of August and I'm like yeah no bother and then when it comes around you're like why did I agree to that um but it's more like okay you need to it's a concept like pretend if you're being asked to something pretend it's tomorrow and would you say yes then if so go for it if it's you know because eventually it will be tomorrow and you'll either be glad you said yes or you won't so that makes a lot that's just one concept there's so many concepts but it's really good book for I think like just gaining knowledge if you're kind of a bit lazy to read one person's book it's uh it's like all the best minds coming together and sharing all their tips yeah um, i like that that's the idea in, in terms of the book. i saw ryan holiday did a post the other day on instagram it's like i think it was seneca or someone was speaking to one of the sort of original sort of stoics or along those lines i'm going to butcher that but <laughs> it was like to, if you want to acquire all the knowledge and all the wisdom you have to learn to speak to the dead and books are a way so of speaking. Books to the dead. are, yeah. Like it's, I, it's so unfortunate that so many people don't read. Like there's so much knowledge there for, and like the price of a book, like it's, you know, less than a pizza. 
It's like and, a pint nowadays. If you're in central London, you get a pint for like yeah. seven quid. You can get a book for seven quid that will change your life. Yeah. And, and like even, even if not, like the libraries are free. Um, yeah. It's 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 not it's a it's a time and effort that that's required and the you know the non distractions, um and like I'm the same like I find it so difficult to read, like I have to do it first thing in the morning or else I'm on my phone all day, um, so yeah I mean like I I think there's so much knowledge there, and like the amount of people like I I try and share obviously any books that I find beneficial I'll share them on my story and yeah I'll still get people. I'm like, hi, this is my life problem. Um, what should I do? And I'm like, well, this book would be good that I just spoke about. But they're like, not willing to read a simple book. How I'm strange like, You're never going to change your life. Yeah. How strange um, is that that they, firstly, like that they've made the effort to come and ask you. Like, obviously, you've read a lot, but like, you you know, you can't. I'm no expert in anything. You, you no. don't live their life. Like, they can they could read that book that you've said is is really helpful and get a completely different idea from it than what you did. But do you know what? On that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut across um, Lost connections, like you know, I, you know, I'm obsessed with it. Like I've mm. read like four times. I know you're a big fan. Yeah. Um, don't send it to girls though. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stop that. Here's a book under depression. Yeah, it's not. It's but I do not think he, I do think um, the subtitle kind of puts people off it. Yes. Why you're depressed and because mm. I, I touch wood luckily have, I haven't ever been depressed um, but I've read that book four times because it's really helped me understand I suppose even why I am happy with my life and you know for anyone that is struggling it's you're able to help them but the, the hard thing with Lost Connections is that there's no simple answers to it. Like, so, you know, I might hear, like someone might message me and say, I'm really depressed, what should I do? And if I go like, oh, I read this great book, that yeah. might even put them in a worse place. You know, or they might read that and go, oh yeah, I've, you know, my job isn't, you know, rewarding and, but there's no easy way out. Yeah. Where I, and, and I've had people talk or come, write to me about lost connections and say that he's so anti-medication, yeah. which he is. And which and he he puts out a fair point on that. Um, but again, it's one of those books. I'm like, there's so much knowledge to be gained, and it. it doesn't mean I necessarily agree with everything 100. Yeah. percent But it is worth reading. The other one, another one I'd recommend reading. In contrast, to that is, uh, have you read any Dr. Daniel Amen's stuff? No. The so he he has loads of books. He looks at brain, like the actual physical health of your brain. Okay. Whereas like Lost Connections is very much like your life and society. This is like looking at like the blood flow in your brain and how it affects your mental health. Okay. Um, and like everything, when I read it, I was like, oh God, like everything from the amount of alcohol you have to and like even working in a, in a place that has toxins can affect your mental health. Um, like all the obvious ones, like obviously, you know, being fit and healthy, you know, leads to good mental health. And it's Does like it that vicious circle. say anything about being a vegan or is it? Uh, no, he's he's actually he's he's pro keto for for mental okay. health. Which I've, I do know that it is it does give mental clarity. Um, it's just obviously very difficult to maintain a keto diet, yeah. uh, a ketogenic diet. Um, and chips make you but, happy as well. I know. Yeah. See, it's trying so, to find that balance of what works for you. But again, yeah. that's another book where I'm like, it's the other end of the scale where it's looking very much at the physical aspects of the brain. Um, and you know, like having those two books alongside each other, it's like you just it's just it's just extra knowledge so it doesn't mean that like talk like like lost connections isn't saying that toxins 
don't affect your mental health. It's just like, there's so much to it. Um, and I do, I, like, I read a lot about psychology and mental health because I really feel like that's the biggest problem in the world. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's like, I feel so helpless. And I'm just like, I mean, I'd love to go and study psychology. That's what I've been saying that for years, but I just can't commit to just You anything. just got those issues. You just, you like barley too much. Yeah. Could you do it I from know. afar, do you think? Yeah, like I did look into it a lot last year and there's a lot of online courses. Um, so I decided to do like a little life life coaching course. I thought that would be a, next, a good next step. And, you know, so cliche, I'm coming, from, coming home from Bali, a life yoga, life coach. Uh, you're doing, you're doing a lot of yoga now that you're home. Is that more than you were doing in Bali? Oh, yeah. yeah. In Bali, I was only doing maybe once a week because the yeah. class, I always did the classes and the classes clashed with, crossfit or muay thai and yeah. it was very sweaty and very long and i found it very difficult to commit and i actually bought um a yoga mat just before i left i was because i was planning on staying and i was decided i was going to yeah. isolate and not go to the gym so i was like i'll buy a yoga mat so that i can do exercise on it i bought it on the sunday and then ended up leaving on the, a few days later and it all moved a bit quick though didn't it that yeah, was like yeah i remember you were like yeah no i'm gonna just like stay here with the dogs this is gonna be great you're probably the last time. person i spoke to him yeah. <laughs> we're I both s- stuck there going happy oh, grand and then about like yeah just everyone else had left and i was like well i'm probably gonna be all right and then i was kind of gauging it on what other people were doing and i was i was like yeah. well you're older than me you're wiser than me you've lived <laughs> there and i was like well maybe i should probably it was such a confusing time especially because we were getting like in ireland they were taking it so seriously and it was funny because i felt i like my english friends there were getting like different messages from home like it was different the government were treating it differently at the same at at that time and i was kind of looking around going why isn't anyone taking it seriously here and whereas in ireland like they canceled paddy's day and you know like the whole country got into lockdown and i was like something's gonna happen here and I was more worried I kind of felt like I'd be okay you know I had my my villa and I had puppies but then I felt like what if it what if there's like no food left on the island and I'm a girl living alone and there's like civil unrest and all my friends are starting to leave and and then I was like oh I'll just go with what my gut tells me and I just booked the flight um and yeah and, and yeah so then I got home and started doing morning yoga like i kind of had to force myself to do 10 minutes a day and now i'm like 40 minutes too much like i love it yeah oh that's really I good then love it you, you find that with stuff as well like especially when you start off slow i think people commit to new habits way too quickly yeah like you've done it really well where you've built it from like 10 minutes a day i find people always like right well I, i'm gonna start this like me i'm such a person to do this i was like right i'm gonna start sea swimming i'm gonna swim a mile and then i saw that i was like we just did I, a dip the other day yeah i went and did like 800 meters and now i've i've completely regressed back and i'm like practicing just getting cold because i'm such a wimp <laughs> I, I went for a swim without a swimming cap the other day i was like, oh my head's a little bit cold for this darling this <laughs> but oh when you build yeah, no, the habits that, you just start yeah and that's what happened with yoga like i've tried yoga so many times over the years like i really and each time i'd go i'd be so uncomfortable but i think being at home and being on my own just helped yeah um and not putting any pressure on it like i wasn't doing it to for anything except something to pass some time in the mornings yeah. and then i just started feeling the benefits or little things like i was all of a sudden i was able to get my leg into a low lunge without having to lift it myself at my hands and i was like oh my hips are working a bit better or like i remember yeah. sitting on the grass talking to someone for ages like in a 
like we cross-legged for ages and I was like after being doing bodybuilding for years I was like oh my god my hips are actually like yeah I can't do it yeah I know I it's, can't it's, cross my legs at all 10 it's minutes really of yoga a day 10 minutes of yoga you'll and, thank yourself uh, when you're oh. 70 yeah this concept I, I thought when I was walking out when I was walking today because my hips are in bits because I did so much walking um and I was thinking like, oh, I'm walking like a 70 year old. And then I was like, no, do I want to be, I'm going to say when I'm 70, I want to be walking like a 40 year old or 30. Yeah. You know, I was like, when I want to, I'm doing all this now so that when I'm older, I don't feel old. Yeah. And that's what yoga is for me. It's not like it's because training for me used to be always about aesthetics and what I looked like. Um, so I was like, just doing it now to feel good. And same with running. I started running during lockdown. Yeah. Just you've got quite an interesting you've got quite an interesting story haven't you really because you you went and did maths and and were like a corporate and then you went traveling and you did like fitness, everyone did that yeah fitness, quit fitness the corporate modeling, world lived the dream went away and now you're just like crossfitter muay thai reader i don't do any of that anymore <laughs> um, well you will i'm sure you will. I just, you pick it up very yeah soon. i do a bit of running now i'm now a yogi yeah. um <laughs> yeah it's been a mad journey but and I think by sharing it all, like, I think that's what's really kept people engaged for Instagram and stuff. Like it's, it's, it's been a roller coaster up and down. I've gained people, you know, I've, I've had people who just followed me because when I was in really good shape, you know, they just wanted to follow someone who was, you know, hashtag oh, oh, goal. She's, she's fit. Uh, yeah. And I don't have that many, no, I don't have that many male followers, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's like 77% women. <laughs> yeah. It's because you're all the, you all the girls following you. Oh yeah, I suppose that's true. I don't know why I'm complaining. Actually, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the ladies. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> you have lo- you have but, loads now after I share your page. Yes. Um, you um. Let's so so obviously you've you've made that transition. Have you read all the way through that like transition of like as a person in terms of like growing? And would you pick out one? But no, I know it's so difficult to pick one. But let's say like a couple yeah. of books that you feel have maybe empowered you to make a change yes. and give you the so, confidence to do so initially there was no particular book like I had just decided I was miserable in my job and I just needed you know I was kind of like okay 25 can I do this for the next 40 years and I just that pushed me like being that miserable or just being that lost I ended up in like someone said what do you really want to do and I was like just go to the gym all day and that's how I ended up studying personal training in part-time while working purely because I just needed to do something. And so, and while doing that, I shared the journey. I got myself in really good shape because mm. I wanted to be my own advertisement and shared that whole journey. So people started gathering, watching it. Um, and by the time I was qualified, you know, say six or seven months later, and I had yeah. this big following and I, I knew that the reason I got in shape was not because of any secret exercise I did or secret diet. I was like, my mind changed because I've been trying to diet for mm. years, trying to get in shape. And I was like, my, my attitude to life is completely different. And I didn't, I couldn't pin, I didn't, you know, it was nothing I read that did that. Um, but then I think I, I don't know what books really kicked it off for me. I remember uh, Tony Robbins. I know it's, a, again, cliche, Awaken the Giant Within. I found yeah. this in my bedroom, my old bedroom the other day. Um, this made me think like NLP, obviously, but also it just helped me set a few goals. Yeah, because like, I, I was a bit lost after uh, I became like a personal trainer and I was really busy then with clients. And again, I was like, this isn't it. You know, I felt like, oh, what have I done? I thought I made it. I thought this is the dream was to become a PT. Yeah. Yes. I still feel like 
something is not 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 right but you know I just felt like there was more out of life and when I read that book it made me literally write down goals and it's so funny looking back at the goals I'd written down because like they're just smashed like I was are like, they, are they in the book are they yeah in, are they too embarrassing uh, no, like I wrote down, number one, travel. Like this is when I, because I wrote that down when I was like living in an apartment, renting like a, a, you know, I was doing well. So I had money to rent a nice apartment in Dublin. Yeah. You know, I was ticking that box. I was driving nice cars. And, but I was like, no, I just want to travel. Uh, the second one is a number I'd written down. And I remember writing it down, like this is a number to earn per annum. Yeah. I don't say exactly what it is, but I was like, that's nuts. And then third one was travel blogger. And I was like, I need to figure out how to get paid to travel. Yeah. And then the fourth is fitness and lifestyle coaching. And then I have like to help others achieve goals. And then I've written May, 2018 there. So I, I wrote this back in probably 2016, 2017. Yeah. Um, That's really nice. It's good that you've had like the foresight and, and goals definitely help. Like, yeah, no, and I, I wrote, I, what I did was it said, and it's funny because in the book he says to put that, to write them down. Cause it was actually a longer thing, but you had to narrow it down to literally four specific things. And he said, put it somewhere where you can see it every day. So he's like, for example, where you're brushing your teeth, like put it on a post-it. But it was this, he wrote it in like 1995. So I put it as my screensaver on my phone. Yeah. But I didn't want to put like the number or exactly what it was in case anyone saw. So I just had four emojis to represent it. Oh, that's nice. I don't know, just one day I just kind of looked at it and was like, heck, I've got them all. Like I've done it. Yeah. Like, and to be honest, since then, I've, I haven't really been that goal driven. You know, I've, I've kind of just been really present. Like I've kind of like, like travel, obviously I just decide when you have, when you have very specific goals, it's easier to make decisions. Like I always say, when you're clear on your values, it's easy to set goals and make decisions around it. So when it became to travel, you know, I started going to Thailand. I actually got, yeah. and I got asked, it was insane. Like just after I'd written that, I remember I got paid to go on a retreat in Thailand. And wow, I was just like, real. I wrote this down, like this is happening. Yeah, you manifested this. I got paid to go to Thailand, yeah. Um, And so I started going to Thailand and then I kind of, you know, like shifted my idea around life and everything, different cultures. And I was like, why am I paying for this apartment in Dublin? And when all I wanted to do was travel and I kept coming home, kept going back. And then I just, just after my 30th birthday, I moved into a suitcase. I was like, just packed up my apartment, gave it up. I was like, I don't know where I'm going to live, but I'm just going to start off in Thailand and go. Because I've got that. my business all online then as well, because I knew I wanted to travel. So that was a big focus of mine, was building up the online coaching. So yeah, yeah I just set off and um, yeah, so I just hit those goals. And now because I've got, like I can travel, I can do whatever I want every day. I'm like happy enough. Like I don't, yeah. I was like, what's next? I'm like, I have no idea. Who cares? Who cares what's next? That's what yeah. I like. I used to feel so anxious when I sort of spoke about goals or was setting goals. If someone was like, Oh, what's, what's your plan? Because I was in a job that I, I didn't like, or I didn't feel like that was going to be long-term. They're like, what's your goals? And I'm like, I don't fucking know, mate, whatever means I'm out of here. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. What's my, my goal now is just to do something fun every day. Yeah. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my philosophy. I wake up and like, am I happy today? Yes. Keep doing what you're doing. No, yeah. change it. Yeah. The only thing I can't get my head around is how to change my attitude around the weather. Like I, you got it's sad, the, have the you? One thing, yeah. Like I don't think <laughs> I do because I just noticed that. But then I wonder, is it causation or correlation? Like I was in oh, terrible yeah. form on Saturday because like I opened up the curtains, really like lash and rain. You know, I'm trying to take the weekend off working, and I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? And then I'm like, bad form, and then I'm then I wonder, 
am I in bad form because of the rain or am I just in bad form or is it actually SAD or is it just a coincidence I hadn't really slept properly the last few nights and now I'm in bad form and it just happens to be raining. Yeah. Um, so I do journal, I was like journaling on it a lot and trying to figure out my thoughts around it. Uh, and coincidentally that day I'd started um, the happiness trap. Yeah, love Russell, it. Russ, 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 yeah, Russ I'm only, I'm only, yeah, I'm only about two. I'm only about two chapters in, but it was That's literally good. like, Take it slow. you don't need to be happy all the time. You know, like it's like you're allowed to have negative emotions sometimes. Absolutely, because it and, might look like it for me. On sorry, sometimes it looks like for me online that I'm like positive mental attitude and buzzing and everything's shiny mm. and fair. But like, it, I genuinely do have a pretty happy life day to day. So it's not like yeah. I'm pretending. And I do say when I'm down because I don't like when people pretend that they're happy and yes, yeah. um, but yeah so I'm, I was like okay you're allowed to have a few bad days yeah and that's that's so true when I met you I was like this this, this girl must be so happy because I was having breakfast you're gonna in call Bali me a and, woman and that made and, me sound really old oh uh, no no no, no I, <laughs> whatever sorry gender pronouns I'll avoid them in the future <laughs> no no you can uh, call me a girl I'll take that and and you just rocked up on this bike with a little puppy in one of those oh, yeah. and I was like wow <laughs> She's a dog mum and she lives in Bali and she just comes here every day for a coffee. I was like, that is a sick life. But obviously, and you know, I feel like that was the universe. never enough, whatever it is, there's always going to be that little thing that's like, oh, we could be a bit happier. And that's absolutely fine. Because I think once you've reached the pinnacle of happiness, like, what's, what is actually the point? Yeah, I know what drives you then. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I do struggle with that now. It's funny because, yeah, in Bali, I... Like, when I, because I was home at Christmas and it was great. Like I like had so much fun. I was out. I think I went drinking every night for a month. But obviously then after that, I felt like crap. And I was just, it was so cold and wet and I was so busy at work and I was miserable. Mm. And I was like, get me out of here. And I had planned, we had planned a family holiday to South Africa. And so that was amazing. But I had yeah. two weeks, when I came up from South Africa, I had two weeks before I was going back to Bali. And in my head, I was like, I can't, go back to the cold weather for two weeks I don't have any clothes to wear I'm not buying new clothes to wear for two weeks I know that sounds stupid but it's like in Ireland you're like you have to be well dressed you know you can't go around in my the one pair of shorts I've had for two years yeah. anyway well you can so I you, yeah but <laughs> I suppose yeah you're just going against the side and I do journal on that I'm like why do I care so much about the weather I'm like it hurts my face so and I always ask myself, <laughs> like why does that matter why 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 Anyway, but um, I booked, so I ended up going to Mexico for those two weeks in between. I was just like, I had a friend there and I was like, sunshine, I just want to train and work and just Love have no that. distractions for two weeks. Because obviously I'd been on holidays with my family for two weeks straight after Christmas. So I haven't had time to just focus. Yeah. Um, but then I, then I went back to Bali and as soon as I landed, that was the middle of February. And I was like, this is it. I was like, this is my perfect life. I, like, I'd, I obviously had been there last year but it was the first time I'd gone back yeah uh, in 2020 and I was just like this is so perfect I remember like Darren and Fliss were saying to me and I was like can we just get so excited to just get up tomorrow and go for coffee <laughs> and just train like I was like I cannot wait to get up tomorrow and do my emails and just live my life tomorrow like we'd never like we didn't really go out at night or anything like I'm mm. just on a Saturday maybe but um like I genuinely like I made a TikTok even like when is this dream gonna end like I feel yeah. I was like this my life is mid-March <laughs> yeah. and two weeks like literally yeah. a month later I'm booking a flight back home yeah um and but that's, I back, felt I'm like sure. I know but I do feel like it was the universe testing me because it was you know you don't want to be like there's a stoicism it's like don't get attached to anything yeah um and I was like right I'm 
and you know it's good like I've, it made me go home to Ireland where I would you know at Christmas I was like get me out of here all of a sudden I was like get me home and so it gave me a new appreciation of being in Ireland and just like it, the weather was so nice and I came out even like it was cold but it was fresh and I started getting outdoors a lot more because it was all we could yeah. do like I feel like it was just really good for me to come home um yeah. and yeah so you know I don't know what's next I don't know what my goals are but I'm, I'm, I'm still I've realized that I can take that happiness that I've had anywhere and actually just be happy every day yeah. here especially with the happiness trap as well if you if you keep reading that and you work your way through it sort of methodically, I know you mentioned like for you, like your mental health actually sort of being pretty good in the past. Mm-hmm. You'll be armed with so many little tactics. Like there's one part in the book that I particularly like, and he's, he's talking about anxiety. And when, when you feel anxiety, it's like a ship sailing towards a shore. And as you're heading towards the shore, which is the goal where you want to go, these demons come out from the boat and they're never going to touch you, but they just come and they try to scare you. And the only way you can get rid of them is actually reaching the shore and getting off the boat. But a lot of people yeah. see those demons, even though they can't touch them, they know that it's actually not real. They're like, well, no, I'll tell you what, I'll just, I'll just turn around and I'll keep the, those demons happy. I won't do that thing that makes me feel anxious. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, really- it's, a vicious, it's such a vicious circle. It's like, you know, it's- I, I get it a lot with females and around their, they're, they're very anxious around their diet and stuff and their yeah. nutrition. And I'm just, my whole like, online coaching is about like trying to calm people down when it comes to their nutrition because even like I often have them I know I said like hey we're gonna have this many calories this week and they're like whoa 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 whoa, we can't eat that much when I'm dieting I'm like no no what we're trying to do is just get you less caring about your diet and yeah but it's it's that you know it's like you just need to go and try it but they're so afraid to actually eat a bit more um because they yeah like I and I can see it the anxiety with nutrition yeah so much and it's like just trying to coach them that's the hardest part of my coaching is like just to trust the, it's not like oh let's here's how to get people shredded it's like trying to just get people more comfortable and reduce their anxiety around their training and nutrition yeah and um, it's like but, you've always got a responsibility to kind of learn about all that stuff as a coach because obviously you're taking them through this fitness journey but there's so many different things that could sway them off the path and you, and you want to understand why they want a particular thing or why they have craving yeah or why they self-sabotage or yeah well luckily I've been through it all like luckily I have done you know I have been bigger I've been absolutely shredded you know I always feel like it's like um it's like a what's called a computer game or something where it's like I got to finished it like hit the top level I'm like it's not worth it like give up now not give up now but like don't spend your whole life trying to get to the top level you know like just enjoy level 63 or wherever you are because it's not fun 12, yeah, that's but. where I am. You know, yeah, I'm like, but, but also that's where I struggled was like going back to level sixty. Like when I was doing bodybuilding training while also gaining weight after my show, it was yeah. like it's like going back to level ninety eight and still trying to get back to the top level when it it just felt like. Anyway, that's another story. You're, you're but, at your um, happy medium now, then. Essentially, yeah, and like, like I, yeah, so love my love your training. Reason, yeah, lo- yeah, exactly. Got a bit of a social life. Um, it means I can travel. I don't say no to anything. And it's when I take, like, I'm like, when I take the stress off things, like, I just end up, I don't even know if I end up in good shape or if I just end up feeling good. You know, like, I'm just, I'm happy the way I, how I feel. I think and the latter is the more important bit there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I always say when you, if you feel good or like, if you think you look good, you do, you know, like that's yeah, all that matters definitely. really. Um, 
yeah, yeah, nice. and, and and yeah, it has it, ha- and like reading has really helped me. Like, I have a reading list for my clients now because even That's things good. like the chimp paradox, you know, like just to you just know to understand to yourself, deal, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, and to deal with people and conflict. Like, I love conflict now. Like, especially with my friends, if I fight with someone, I'm like, oh, let's sit down. Yes, come on then. This. Like, and you know, I see it myself. Like, if I get any kind of criticism or anything online, I'm so good at taking it, reflecting on it, oh. talking back to them, you know, and uh, trying to yeah. make them see something from my perspective and identifying when, you know, it's a lost cause as well. You know, Dropping your just, ego a little bit and just being oh. like, actually, let's step back and, and view this for what it is. They're having a go at me. They're taking time out of their day to do that because there's obviously something wrong yeah. with them. It's not like, like no one really universe. cares that much about you. Like it's, they just yeah. care about themselves and they're just butthurt over what you've yeah. said. Yeah, like, I mean, the most crazy things could happen online. You think it's like the end of the world and the, and then like, you're just forgotten about the next week. Just, yeah. Like, uh, so I try not to worry about any of that. But I do think a new earth changed my attitude on ego. More more than Ryan Holiday's ego is the enemy. I, I think a new earth is one of my favorite. That's, I yeah. actually read that on the flight back from Bali this time. So like, uh, I started reading and I was like, oh, well, I really can't put this down. And yeah. then luckily I had like eight hours in like Singapore. Well, I yeah, to. I started. I read it this time last year. I remember, I was stuck in Dublin, or not? Well, yeah, I, that's that's a perception. I was in <laughs> Dublin and started reading about it, and it, it made me really see how labels really do offend people. You know, yes. um, like I, I used, I, I was, I was struggling at the time because I was kind, I was like a fitness influencer, which meant I have to live a certain way, yes. and I was like, I'm not like fitness is a part of my life, like it's not. It's my whole you. life like I'm so much more than my body and it's funny because I found the page I journaled on it where I was like this like my username used to be OH Fitness yeah and then Siobhan O'Hagan OH Fitness um, and I, I went after reading A New Earth I remember I was journaling on how I was going to change my username to just my name like just yeah. me and like I had started you know journaling going what about OH Wellness and I'm like no that's just another label where yeah. you know and because people used to say oh i hate the way fitness influencers do this and i'd get so offended and then i'm like yeah you're only getting offended because your ego is identifying with that label of course because you've you've sort of labeled yourself as as that and then you take take offense and that yeah it's all about how we view ourselves because if someone says something that upsets you it's probably because you think about you think that about yourself a little bit or you're worried that that might be what other people think. And then yeah, it's always your ego it. at play. But the problem is if the, the problem is the word ego and the word ignorance, I think are misunderstood or they're seen as a bad, bad word. You know, yeah. if you say to someone you're ignorant, it's like, <gasps> whereas I'm like, no, no, I'm ignorant about loads of things. Yeah. You know, it just means having, you know, whatever lack of knowledge. Uh, and ego doesn't mean like being cocky. It, no. It's just your a form of yourself uh yeah. that identifies it labeled and that's why i think a new earth is such a good read i would definitely recommend that before the power of now yeah like it's a lot of it's a much easier read as well yeah definitely. i'm like dying i have it there again i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna restart it yeah i've actually like, oh, get, so i've given i've books. given that away recently so I'm, I'm hoping it does better than lost connections for me but <laughs> <laughs> um i i always find with ego it's it a really good place that you can you can test how how big your ego is yeah is road, yeah road rage because if someone I, cuts I you up you're like that you, example. Almost yeah. me. you almost did this like you but actually if, if you drop back like actually nothing's happened no one's dead yeah, uh, no one. yeah. i have a paradox with that example though i always just mm. say like you know 
just you have to yes. rem- remember that's your chimp reacting yeah. and if they react to your chimp it's just dangerous and like but yeah. if you just consider that that person isn't actually trying to kill you and maybe didn't see you there and then mm-hmm. you know they'll apologize and if you just take it and not angry not don't get angry everyone goes on with their day but if yeah. you're like start overtaking each other and your chimp is trying to fight their chimp it's just a disaster yeah yeah it's it's not it's not a safe safe way to live at all if you haven't don't, read don't the let your chimp drive <laughs> yeah, say, if you haven't read the chimp paradox that's a weird sentence yeah <laughs> it was your chimp waving yeah it was it was your chimp doing it so chimp paradox is obviously something that you've you've had sort of stand out a new earth as well and then awaken the giant within we obviously know about lost connections yeah. do you have any let's let's talk about novels do you have Ooh. any novels that you have read that no. have, uh, not, uh, not i am pilgrim because i know you're making your way through that at the moment oh, but is there any anything out there that you've read that maybe you so people wouldn't have I, expected you to well i was like i see i lo- i love listening so when i took up running i was like i realized that when i'm listening to something interesting you know i can keep jogging i say yeah. i'm gonna use i'm gonna say jogging rather than running um but so I, I was like, I'm going to start listening to story. I think, I don't know. I listened to some audio, some novel on an audio. And I was like, actually, that kind of really makes time pass. And just little things like say, you're just having a shower. You just listen to an audio book, something that you don't need to like concentrate for. Um, so I started reading Jeffrey Archer. This It's called the Clifton Chronicles. There's seven books in it. I've and I only things. started reading it because my mother was reading it. And I was like, this would be a great thing to bond over. Like we can talk about the same books. But the problem is she was always like two books ahead of me. So I'm like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. She'd be like, what part of the book are you on? I'm like, oh, the part that Harry. And she's like, oh, I was like, no, 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 don't say anything. So it ended up like me not being able to speak yeah. to her about it until I was finished seven books. And you know what? They're, they're okay. Like they weren't like, the problem is that each one ends on an absolute cliffhanger. So you have to read the next one. Oh, so can't Google it. I, <sighs> I don't know. I was kind of like, I mean, like I'm four books in. I was, so anyway, there was yeah. seven novels I read and I wouldn't be like, hey, go read it. So I was like, right, next novel, I'm going to go to the top of the charts. I'm going to just go to the number one novel. And it was uh, Where the Crawdaddy Sings. Have you heard of it? I haven't. Yeah, so it was, I went on the book depository or whatever, one of them. And it was the number one in novels. So I downloaded it and I listened to it when I was out running and stuff. And I just found it really slow as well. And I was like, this is like... You know, you're almost expecting the ending, then you're not, and then it turns out to be the ending you thought it would be. Yeah. Um, and like the ending was a little bit exciting, but it was, uh, I was kind of like, is that what novels are? Is that what the number one novel is? I'm so disappointed that novels are so boring. And then my brother, uh, a bit of a secret reader, but he told me, he, he sent a, a book into the family group and was like, read this. Yeah. And I'd never heard of it. Um, it's called The Silent Patient. Now, it's probably a really popular book. I just never heard of it because I yeah. don't really look for novels. So I got that on Audible, finished it in like 24 hours. I oh, was nice. hooked. Um, and I was like, where did you find that? And he said he goes onto Reddit and finds the top book of 2018 or whatever. And yeah. that was one of them. So I read that's that. And then I was using Reddit. Yeah, because that's where the real, it's not about numbers there. It's about like general, mm. general or genuine reviews, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then another one called Daisy Jones and the Six. It's about a band. And when he recommended, I mean, I would never ever pick up a book like this. And again, listen to it on Audible, and it's just so well written. Oh, like really? you're you're emotionally involved. It is. So I love those. Like they're just for like just putting on when I'm 
I don't know. It's not, you know, it's for outrunning, especially. I get really distracted yeah. when I'm listening to a story. But then at the same time, I do feel like I'm wasting a bit of time where I could be learning something. There you is know, that, but obviously, that like, balance. you can read to grow, but like, you're always going to find something. And I, especially with novels, I think there's a lot of messages in them that people if you're just kind of like breezing through it, you don't pick pick up on it. But when you go back and like, I don't know, like classic novels, it's always something that yeah, like I know you always from. mentioned The Alchemist as a novel, but yeah. like I wouldn't have even considered that a novel. I'm like, no, that's a that's a a good book to learn from, you know. It's, yeah. And then I'm like, oh yeah, it is fiction and it is a story, but it's just it's a story that has really good yeah uh, that's a lesson in it. Um, but yeah, I wonder if there's any other novels like that. You see, like I, I started reading Aldous Huxley, A Brave New World, the other day, and, I, and I'm, I'm taking it very slow because back in those days, and people were writing in like the 30s, like 1930s, they wanted to get all their good words out. They're kind of writing as if they're Russell Brand, just trying to show off every. Yeah. But or James Smith. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, James before, speaks very. He has such good vocabulary. I'm listening to him, and I'm like, hold on, I just searched what that word means. Yeah, but I feel. I but, feel. You know, like I that's... find my vocabulary has gotten a lot better from reading a lot more. Definitely, like, there's words, and I make the effort to go and Google something if I. Yeah. Like, what, what word? Is, what benevolent. Word recently. Benevolent. Go back to benevolent. Okay, hit me. What's? Yeah, sorry, I keep jumping. Uh, I mean, it's good. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good word. Whatever. <laughs> I haven't googled it long time. It means kind and good. Yeah. Like I kept. It was. I can't remember what book it was used. It was used like every couple of sentences, and I was like, okay, you can't keep just brushing over it. You need to figure yeah. out. They're trying to get the word count up or like the character count. I mine was. Um, a, meg- a megalomaniac and that was in Tyson's book like Mike Tyson's book just because like someone that's just crazy for power and the word salient oh. just oh yeah like a it's like a profound point and I was like see I always just use the word good but I had a, salient like, as a in, good point I when you say salient I'm thinking of like salt and water no so uh, salient's like something of great importance so oh. the most salient of those points was so there you go and everyone that's listening, and there you go as well. Yeah, there you go. Um, They're already like, can't believe she didn't know what salient meant. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, so going back to... Um, Sorry, back a, to your, not your a, classic. A Brave New World with Aldous Huxley. In the foreword, um, around the time of the Second World War, he got a lot of criticism for, his, for this book because it was so, like, what, what happened with Hitler in terms of, like, doing experiments on people they feel like he might have got the idea from that book, is, is my oh. understanding of it. I could be, could be wrong. But at the start of that book, um, he comes out with a phrase and it was like um, chronic remorse. And then he goes on. I can't remember the exact quote, but it says, so rolling in the muck is not the best way of getting clean. So when you do something wrong, always talking about it or always moaning about it is never going to fix it. And I was like, that is so true because there's so many things in my life that I think back on. and, And often I do this and I'm like, oh, I wish I'd never done that. How can I do this? How like... Whereas what I could do is just drop that and just focus yeah. on being a, a good person. That's like Marcus Aurelius, like no waste, no time arguing what a good sh- man should be. Be one. Just be one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's um, where I got it from. Actually, you can see like what we were saying earlier, the profound point. Yeah. The books pretty yeah, much come all, from Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Or like any kind of like um, book about being present and everything. I'm like the power of now. It's just, it's all about, like if you read the power of now, you don't really need to read any other books mm. on being present or mindful. So yeah. it's hard to find, like, I, I get really stuck now on, like, what, what to read next, what to read next. Mm. What I'll have you got your eye on? 
oh, it's for me and Sinead today. They're like, do you think the bookshop is open yet? Can we just go browse books? I'm like, but I also have a pile of books there. That There's so many books that I think are, like, did you read Russell Brand's Freedom From Our Addictions? I haven't read that one, but I've read Mentors. But like we were saying earlier with his vocabulary, I just His got, vocabulary just is like, how, nuts. And, and I understand he's so open about it, but like his self-esteem must be pretty low because he just always wants to make people think that he's smarter than he is. Yeah. No, and I'm he's not, a lovely guy. I, I and want to read this. I want to read this again because I listened to it and I was like, oh. uh, so I can imagine I will learn so many words. But it's a problem that I'm like, no, you've already read it. Don't waste your time. Go read something else. Um, yeah, but if you take a second look, like, like, let's take this into real life. Like, this has just come straight from my brain. I haven't read this anywhere. You double check on things, don't you? You take a second look when you don't believe something. If you if you walk past something a bit mad, if you if you walk down the streets of Dublin, you're in, right? Is it Dublin? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're in Dublin. There's a guy, and he and he's wearing trousers, but there's a hole where his dick should be, and he's got his penis out. You you double check because you wouldn't be able to believe it. And yeah, it's, it's a disruptor. You, you were right that you saw it. So I think people should be able to do that with books as well. Like take that that second look to see that you've got the <laughs> same. If there point. was a hole. <laughs> yeah, just see if his dick's out. <laughs> I mean, I would check maybe a third time. Yeah, uh, well, yeah no, I, I'm kind of like, the, the, there's a lot of like typical self-help books that or not even self-help, but self-development um, that I've like, I have kind of skipped over because I'm like, oh, like the four hour work week. I'm like, yes, completed it, mate. Like, I'm, yeah, I do it. It's like the one that, <laughs> I yeah, I'm it. like, I'm, that would be, that would be extra work for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, and all the Tony Robbins books, like I've, I've read that one and I'm kind of like, I wouldn't bother reading anymore. Yeah. Because um, I do think some of the authors are just, you know, writing more books. Oh, what about Mark Manson? Yep, love him. You lo- yeah. I've, See, I've actually read The Most Alternative Book and I don't know if I'm ashamed to have read this by him. And I don't think right. many people know that he's written this book, but he wrote a book called Models. And no. it's... And it's about attracting women through honesty, women through honesty. And I can tell you, it's a great, like, it's a really nice way because he's not a pickup artist, but he used to be like a dating and a life coach. Yeah, yeah. He has, he has a book on Audible called Love is Not the Answer or something like that. Oh, well, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll download It's that. only new, but it's good. Sorry. So, so this book, it, it talks about like when guys go on dates with girls and it's so clear that they like just want to have sex with them. The girl doesn't want to have sex with them because they see that their intentions are not pure. But if you came in and, and like were honest and, and sort of authentic, like he says in all of his books yeah. about, about authenticity and sort of living by a set number of values and sticking to those. So I read, I read this book and it, and it kind of changed my outlook and things. And that and a book called Lying by Sam Harris definitely changed sort of kind of who I was in a person and especially with women. Like I've, I've made jokes. How's that going for you? Well, no, not very well, but I'm happier as a, I'm happier as a person. And I don't feel like I'm such a piece of Lock, shit. Lockdown is, problems. Yeah, no. I, well, even without lockdown, it's, it's still it's still not going great. But that's purely because like I'm I'm so honest. If someone uh, I can't flirt because I'm like I just need to be honest. Yeah. But well, like uh, uh, maybe I I fancy you. I, I don't know. And here's a book on depression. Yeah, here's a, here's a book. <laughs> I, like I said to someone the other day, I was like, I don't have to fancy you to give you a book but i have to have given you a book to fancy you okay right yeah um mark manson <laughs> though i have are you on his email list 
Yeah, oh, uh, Mindfuck Monday or something, a motherfucking Monday. Yeah, I just love his, I just love his thinking. And mm. him and James Clear, like, I just love their thoughts. Like, I love their articles. It's just, it makes you think, like, I wish everyone would have that kind of open mind and question things and ideas. You know, I think everyone should be reading their content. Yeah, um, definitely. I really free didn't email. Like, your emails Definitely, are banging. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, thanks. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, everyone that's <laughs> listening, go sign up to Siobhan's emails. Also, I don't know how I write oh, something. Good. I haven't signed up to yours. I better sign up. I'm afraid I, I, I'm... I give away a, a spoiler on a book. Oh no, no, no! I wouldn't do that. No, it's just it's essentially my thoughts. Sometimes I just send lists out. Sometimes. Yeah, I know. I must like, I'm terrible. I'm not signed up to anyone's email list. No. Like, to be fair, I'm bombarded. I've got like you, James, Dieran. I've got loads. I don't. I only have, I have Dieran and Sonny because we were sitting in a cafe in Bondi one time. They were like, sign up to my email list. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. And like, I'm not even signed up to James. It's like, I never read anyone's. Yeah, that's no, terrible. that's fair. Because like, it takes time out of your day where you could be thinking about yeah. your email. Yeah, no, I'm Mark Manson and James Clear. When I see it, like me and Sinead are all like, did you see Mark emailed? He liked my picture the other day. So. I saw that. I wrote to you. I was like <laughs> fangirling. I tag Obviously. him all the time. Like every, I share his <laughs> ideas all the time. Like, <sighs> Come on, Mark, just love me. I know. <laughs> it is nice. Um, I, I've got a couple likes from authors now. I've had Ross Edgley and Susan David, the um, author of Emotional Agility, like my post earlier today. And I was like, oh, sure. I love these Dr. Eamon, Dr. Eamon, I think, followed me back when I was because I was sharing his book like, Johan Harry asked me to stop sharing his book so much did he actually for, for copyright issues <laughs> did he actually he, and he said it in the nicest way possible I'm he was sure like, he did you know how much I absolutely love you sharing the because I think I shared nearly a whole chapter one day because it was just oh, so really? good I was like you have to read this and I, like and then i shared the message because he, he was like all love hearts I'm like i really really appreciate it but he's like just for the, my my publishers will be on about copyright if, if yeah. you keep sharing so much so like i shared that then i shared the message and was like we all just buy the book so none of us get in trouble like yeah. it, it <laughs> need to read it um well the amount of people who've tagged me in that and yeah it's it's, yeah. it's funny how the, the influence you have like people say like i've read every book you've recommended yeah that's that must be the nicest thing like I, I love getting a message from someone's like, oh, I read this book and it's really changed my perspective. And I'm like, wow, you listen to me. How nice is that? But yeah, I know. And it's funny because I would never, it's funny because, you know, so many people might say that, but then you're actually helping a lot more. Like I yeah. listen to your podcast all the time and I never tell you, you know, like, oh, so you're nice. probably getting a couple, <laughs> you know, but I mean, you're probably getting a couple of messages. It's because I'm listening to when I'm running. So yeah. I'm not. Um, but you know, you might get one or two messages from people saying, oh, you helped me, but it, there's probably a lot more you know people yeah. are very slow to give praise rather than yeah, criticism course. yeah um definitely. what was i gonna say Mark Manson, Johan lost connection oh yeah the other problem with, with um recommending books so i do worry you, ha- you have to be at the right time of your life to read a book absolutely so you know i know people have gone by my recommendations and then and then you know been like i don't get it or like yeah. you know, i wonder if i picked up that tony robbins book now would i be like that is so basic or you know i don't have any yeah. goals to work towards you know so i like I, I, I raved about it for years yeah but then i'm like maybe if someone else picked it up it wouldn't be as beneficial so i'm kind of where i kind of try and recommend yeah. who it would be good for okay well then so i'm, I'm just conscious of time because i'm not, I'm not oh, a particularly yeah. busy man but i've actually got something to do this afternoon which is crazy um Ooh. let's let's go top five 
of 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 your not including ones that we've spoken about already. So not including oh, Lost goodness. Connections and not including a New Earth or a Power, okay. power of Now. Or the Tony Robbins one. Um Altruism. Okay. It's, it's a, a book nice called Altruism, The Psychology of uh, the Psychology of Kindness. Science okay. and Psychology of Kindness. I just a random book I picked up in a shop, like just when I was like, oh this looks nice. I like those words. Okay. And it's so good. It makes you think about it. It's a bit slow in the middle. I actually tried to lose it. And someone was like, is this your book? <laughs> and then it finishes really well. Uh, I have Sinead in the middle of it now. And I'm like, keep going. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, uh, I have it there. Okay. So that's altruism. And who's that by? Matthew Rickard. Matthew Rickard. Really good book. Um, really big though. Yeah. Big that commitment. looks a bit intimidating. And I don't know how I haven't mentioned this one. So I'm going to bring it out. Oh, yeah. Human nature. It stares at me. Such a big book, day. but you know, you 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 just learn so much about people, and you're like, oh, nobody, oh, like I'm just looking at all my highlighted bits. Like there's so much knowledge in it. Yeah. Okay, so those so oh, yeah. those are just so listening. So that's the Forty Eight Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. It's it? just no, no, no. You're thinking of the Forty Eight Laws of Power, which oh, I okay. read and found yes. it. I read that a couple of years ago. I found it really dark. You know, okay. like real controlling or yeah, something. Yeah. Like it was really like manipulative. Okay. Um, and I kind of found that so I was, I was hesitant about that but I think Sinead started it and was raving about it so I went to it and I much prefer that okay. um, to the laws of human nature yeah also sapiens and homo deus yeah um, you know it kind of made you realise that everything we like our whole culture is built on it kind of let, makes you learn where all of our culture has come from yeah, you know in terms really of religion nice and it, society uh, and homo deus kind of looks at you know, what could possibly happen in the future. I loved it. I started it in lockdown and like the first few pages is like talking about the chances of a plague or disease. And then Crazy, it was like, it? well, that's probably not going to happen. And I'm like, well, hate to break it to you. Yoval. <laughs> um, Yuval. Yuval um, Noah Harari. That's three of them. Okay. So, um, well, what, give me one more. I'm, like, I'm going to look at my good. I want, because you know what happened? <laughs> I'll think of a book later and I'm like, oh, um, so there's a couple of autobiographies I thought were very good. Yeah. Um, which again, I, I I nearly was using them before I moved on to novels. I was like, at least with with autobiographies, they're more entertaining because it's almost like a story. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Every female or male, but it's a real kind of female-oriented book. Yeah. Oprah's um, uh, what I know for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a small book. It's actually a, it's it's really nice on Audible because Oprah reads it and it's just like life lessons from someone that I think I think you could listen to it and go, well, it's easy for you to think that while you sit in your million dollar mansion under your tree and read your book. But she, it's re- she has a lot of just life lessons in it, and I yeah. think it's really good for women to read. It's also a really nice present. You might do better with the women on that one. If I I love ah, ordering that okay. book depository and sending it to someone because it's a really nice hardback with little you know, green silk bookmark. Okay, um, so if I... So I've read it a couple of times. If I fancy someone, I need to buy them Oprah's book, not about depression yeah. or anything like that. Okay, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Um, and it's, it's yeah, so, and it's kind of, it's almost like the Daily Stoic where it's just really short chapters on thoughts. Like it's not her life that. story or anything. It's literally just tiny. So like I read it, I think I listened to an audible, then read through it and then went through it again, but just every day, just reading one little chapter. And it's such a nice thought. Yeah. And it's really nice to share on my stories as well. So we're up to, so I have one left. This is the pressure's on. 
let me think oh yeah there's so many good ones um oh uh, do you know what i uh, i have so many angles i could go with i, I saw um, a book on your website that you recommend right. i am malala the malala yusuf book yes very good i don't know if it'd be my final record oh i know what it is atomic habits ah uh, yes like James Clear. when that came out i was like i can't not, not another habit habit book i've read them all i know habits are good but i know <laughs> this just I've, again i've read it like four times i've read it once listened to it twice I had to get it again um yeah like absolutely if you're even even if you just are starting reading start with yeah. habits it's It'll quite an easy you reading read, more isn't it? it's, it's nice yeah. like it's so important how books structured like when it's like nice short sort of chapters stuff like that and it's all oh, from point but after big point. text you know you're flying oh, through yeah. it like, it's great um but yeah i am alala is a really good one as well and obviously probably more looking you know looking at what's going on in the world um, and yeah. like i couldn't believe reading it when it felt like it was from you know, whatever year, like it felt like hundreds of years ago. And then you're like, sorry, in 2006, I don't know what year it was, but yeah. you know, you're like, there's people living like that. Like you just don't, you know, it was, it was an eye opener. Yeah. Um, my friend said he just burst out into tears. Like when he was, when he was like getting through the book, he was on the tube in London or something. He just started crying and just like, everyone's just looking like, why is this guy crying? And yeah. the book? It's a book about she's a girl. Amazing. She got shot in the head. <laughs> yeah. And she's, she's an amazing woman now. Uh, yeah. And she's still so young definitely a good read yeah yeah, yeah. go onto my read. website and look at all my yeah definitely well yeah let's do that so where can people find you i'm going to chuck this in the description anyway just so people don't have to type it out ohfitness.ie oh, there's, there's more about books than fitness on there okay. yeah.ie ireland uh, and shiv.ohagan which i didn't really think through when i was changing my name shiv just yeah. let everyone know it's s-i-o-b-h yeah <laughs> it's not shiv Robert. like a prison shiv like s-h-i-v it's S-I-O-B-H. Yeah. Yeah. John O'Hagan. Yeah. I did so much soul searching on changing my name and didn't consider that. People won't be able to read that. Yeah. I'll be sharing anyway. it anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll chuck um, Siobhan's Instagram below in the uh, description as well. So everyone, everyone will be able to find you. But it's been good to um, have you on, Siobhan. Have you got any final yes, words for the listeners of A Need to Read or your fans that are listening? Um, well, if you've made it this far keep learning that's i think that's that's always my thing kol keep on learning yeah kol keep on that's such a nerd i sound like such a nerd <laughs> <laughs> well, right bye one now wait there thanks so much for listening i hope you enjoyed listening to that episode as much as i enjoyed recording it for you guys if you have any questions of course always message me on instagram it's at a need to read you'll be able to find everything there from signing up to emails to the closed sort of facebook book club and everything that you'll need in terms of keeping up with this podcast so thank you once again for listening take it easy have a good day have a good week and hopefully you'll listen again soon